Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lakute Moran. We are continuing towards the end of Torah 7, Torah Zion, where we were last exploring the power of prayer, the power of forgetfulness, and how to break that. We explored the idea of tzitzis and how that serves as a protection for any immorality. The next paragraph or so that we're about to dive into is very challenging. There are new concepts within the realms of mysticism. We're going to do our best to explain them on our level and then continue to move on. Here we go. V'zeh perish. And this is the explanation of the Pasuk that says, soirek, that I will plant for you a sorek. What is it? Let's see what's going on there. That this is through receiving the drops of wisdom of the tzaddik, of the righteous individual. Receiving the wisdom is done through receiving practical advice from the tzaddik. Receiving that practical advice for each one of us. And this sorek that was talked about being planted is the concept of a shuruk. A shuruk is a vowel making the oo sound, having three dots in a diagonal line underneath the Hebrew letter. We're talking about planting seeds, right? You plant seeds underneath the ground, so these nukudot go underneath the letter. There are three drops, like different seeds that are there, and that corresponds to the pieces of advice that the tzaddik would give a person. Shehut tlas tipin, because this is three dots, three drops. Kemosha Kasev, like the Zohar says, Vehu tlas moichin. This is all connected to the three brains. Now this could be speaking physically. What does that mean? That The brain could be subdivided into three different parts. We're talking about the cerebrum, the cerebellum, and the medulla. Additionally, it could be talking about the Kabbalistic concepts of the spheros, that the ten spheros that we've discussed before can be assigned to different areas, locations of the body. Now, given the ten spheros, the three that are on top, that are associated with the mind, with the head, with the brain, are Chochma, Bina, and Das. There are three different spheros, meaning three different minds or brains, if you will, that are all in play for this particular piece. This is all one concept. Because there's an ultimate source of this drop of seed in the mind, and then it comes down through the kidneys and eventually to the reproductive organs, which properly prepare the seed for use. So similarly, the intellect is formed in the mind and then descends into the kidneys, which advise. So what Rabbi Nachman is doing here is equating the reproductive process with the process of receiving advice, both starting with the mind and leading toward the reproductive organ and the seed, which can also be understood to be the advice given from a tzaddik. The idea that the kidneys advise is brought directly from the Gemara and Brachos. Chazal say that the kidneys advise. There is much debate about does this mean actually advise or does this mean something else that's going on. How we understand that, Chazal, you can speak to your mashbim. However, I have heard, full disclosure, I am not a doctor. I'm not a medical professional. If you are, I really want you to listen to this next piece and then get back to me to let me know if it's true. I have heard that the kidneys advise, what does that mean? That the kidneys help distribute adrenaline. Meaning, when you're in one of these 
fight or flight types of situations where you need to quickly understand what's going on and just jump to do it, that the kidneys help you in those types of situations and provide advice of that sort. Again, is that absolutely true? I'm not sure. If you're a doctor and you know this to be true or to be false, please let me know so I can pivot accordingly. That being said, the kidneys advise according to Chazal. How exactly does that work? That big debate is not for now. But what is for now is taking this idiom of Chazal that the kidneys advise and seeing how Rabbi Nachman connects that to the reproductive process, both receiving advice from the tzaddik and the origins of expelling seed um, for the reproductive process, are both connected. Utlas, moichin, hu And these three brains that we're talking about, these three minds, they're the concept of this Pasuk in Yishayahu that says, Hashmein lev v'chule, v'aznav v'chule, v'einav v'chule. Meaning, these three brains are also connected to the heart, the ears, and the eyes. Because the Pasuk continues, Pen That with your eyes you will see, and with your ears you will hear, and with your heart you will understand. And repent, and make tshuva. Kaloimar, that is to say, That this prophecy is given when a person doesn't want to connect to a tzaddik, and then see what he eventually could become. That when a person does connect oneself to righteous individuals and receives from them advice, that this is this concept of the kidneys advise, because as we discussed before, the kidneys are part of the reproductive process. That a person receives this drop, meaning this advice, that separates into three, which are the three drops, which correspond to these three brains, to your ears, your eyes, and your heart which, as we said before, also correspond to Chochmah, Bina, and Das. Ve'az, and then, Yira be'inav uva'znav yishma u'levavo yavin. And then the eyes will see, and the ears will hear, and the heart will understand, as we learned about before. Shehem b'chinas ha'shloisha moichen, because these are the three brains, v'shav v'rafaloi. And then a person can return, meaning to their ultimate self, and these concepts will heal him. These concepts being the advice given and then received from the tzaddik. And this is the meaning of I will plant for you a sorek that is totally true seed. You should understand this well. And this is the explanation to the wondrous happening of Rabbi Babarachana that we learned about before. And this is what's alluded to in his opening words, that the merchant said to me, and the Rashbam explains, anywhere that there's a socher, a trader, a merchant, this is Yishmael, meaning an Arab trader. Because Yishmael is this concept of tefillah, of prayer, like it says in the Pasuk in Bereshis, Ki Shama Hashem El Anyech, 
this Pasuk, the context of this Pasuk is when Yishmael is being named, and it literally says, for God has heard your affliction. The Targumo, which the Targum Anklus says, Are Kabil Hashem Yastlesich. Hashem has accepted your prayers. Meaning the name Yishmael means that Hashem will hear your prayers. So Yishmael, this socher, this traitor, is connected to prayer. It's connected to Hashem receiving your prayers. And this is all connected to the idea of faith, of emuna. And this is the traitor. The Rebbe connects a socher, a traitor, with the word schor, of a round, of a turning around, connected to the concept of a makif, makifim. Makifim, spiritually speaking, are things that surround your mind, your brain. Meaning, when you learn something and you understand it, it becomes part of the panemius, the inner depths of your mind. It becomes part of you. When there are concepts that you don't yet understand, it's surrounding, as if it's floating, sort of waiting to get in. Once there's a level of comprehension, so then it goes in. It should be noted, that drop of lack of comprehension that's connected to emuna, to faith. That's this whole circle that we're making here. When there's a little bit of faith, that often means that there's something that we don't understand, but I'm going anyway. And your faith surrounds you. The Paparas Lachachma, one of the commentaries in Lakut brings in a very clear image of this idea of our faith totally surrounding us. Earlier we were speaking about tzitzis and how tzitzis correspond to faith. When a person puts on tzitzis, the initial act, according to our custom, of how to put on a talis is by totally surrounding yourself, encircling yourself, and in that regard, you're totally surrounding yourself in these makifin, this concept of faith. And additionally, the Papar Slechachma adds, why a Yishmaili, why an Arab merchant? Because the kfiya, the Arab head wrap, when being put on, needs to totally surround and wrap the mind of the person wearing it. Similar to the makifin, these outside thoughts and concepts that haven't yet totally gone in, and by accepting them, that's a concept of emuna. This emuna of something totally surrounding us, that our faith should be totally surrounding us, that these concepts are totally surrounding us, just like the talis totally surrounds us, just like a kufiya, a traditional Arab head wrap, totally surrounds the head of the wearer. On that note, hoping everyone is completely surrounded with beautiful ideas and lots of access to advice to Sadikim. Wishing you a beautiful day. I look forward, please God, to finishing the seventh Torah in the next episode. Have a great day.